Welcome to One Life Radio. This is the podcast after the broadcast number eight. Our topic today is kneeling in the NFL. Kip Watson is our special guest. She is a licensed professional counselor and supervisor. She's also a sports psychology professional with two master's degrees and nearly 20 years of experience with athletes, coaches, families, and corporate teams. She is a certified high-performance coach and a former professional athlete. I can't think of a better person associated with the show to discuss this with your well, uh, history you. with the NFL as well. Well, thank you for having me. Well, you know, I, I always love to- uh, debating with you, especially yeah. about <laughs> topics that we may or may not agree on. I think this one right. we would agree on some of it, but not all of it. Probably. Uh, you know, uh, this is a very hot topic, and it has been for several years, and it began with Colin Kaepernick uh, and him, uh, you know, uh, speaking out against... Um, about the the racial inequality in our in our in our uh, in police our, brutality and bl- yeah. police brutality, all of it. Uh, so, what is your stance on NFL players kneeling in protest of racial inequality and, pol- and police brutality? What is your what is your stance and why? Well, I think my overall stance is you. Ha- I mean, you have the right to protest. You have the right to peacefully protest you have the right to raise raise issues where you believe there's a wrong Mm -hmm. and there's you know i i believe he's got some valid reasoning for the action he took absolutely Mm -hmm. it's a it's the one thing that as an american it's the most valuable thing that we have actually in the bill of rights our, our first amendment congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right for people to peacefully uh, assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Well, yes. My my issue is that freedom of speech goes both ways, though. And we have to respect the rights of corporations, whether it's the NFL or any other corporation. And while I, I applaud... Um, Players like Kaepernick and others who have used their platform as a famous person, mm-hmm. right, to raise necessary issues yeah. and try to create change or influence change. Don't do it on the job. And that's how this whole thing started. Don't do this is it how this whole thing started. The job. And you I, can do it on your own time. Yeah, but it but doesn't you say can't that. Do it on the no, job. It doesn't say that in the Bill of Rights, though. It doesn't say except on the job. You have the right to peacefully. But the right goes both ways. No, you know, I can the tell. The right goes both ways. As 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 an employer myself for many many years, having hundreds of employees um, in, in my companies that I've owned in my past. I might not like it, but they have a right to peacefully protest anything that they feel is unjust. Yeah, but don't do it on the job. Doing it when you're not it doesn't, on the job. We as Americans have to follow the Bill of Rights and our First but Amendment. It doesn't rules. say our you forefathers. Have rules as a company, are, right? You have absolutely. Rules. But they do not supersede that of the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, which it, it our goes forefathers both ways and you're not allowing that <laughs> right okay. this way it's allowed both ways the nfl can have their rules 
And the individual has his right to express that, but not on company time. I couldn't disagree more. I really couldn't. And as I said, <laughs> as an employee, yeah. as an em, uh, employer, I just think that it, you can't tell people when or where or how they can peacefully protest to exercise their First Amendments. Uh, and, yes, and you can. Why do you think that? Why do you think that you or anyone else there out the else out there that agrees with you? can go against something that this whole country was founded on and built on but and still continues not, to you're not going against it you are all you you also because you're hired by the NFL you have to follow the rules of that employer the NFL should never or have that much power they fire you yeah. they fire you well they fire you but you don't the NFL or no other organization should have the right to tell another person, another American, how they exercise the, their freedom of speech. And I can't yes. think of anything. You can't do it on the job. You well, have the right outside of company time to leverage your time, your talent and treasures to call your attention to any wrongs, to aim for change that you believe in, that you want. Companies have the right to back someone and further bring change and attention to those important mm -hmm. issues like Nike has done with Colin Kaepernick. I but love let's Nike. be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. Do not do it on company time. Do it outside of company time. Well, you could say that about a lot of different things. Do you get to do you get to pray during company time? You, if you're sitting at your desk and you and you decide you want to say a little prayer for whatever reasons, are we going to take it to that extreme? We already you're have. Em, you're you can't do that in schools. What, well, you know, schools okay. have the right to say you can't do that. Well, that's separation of church and state, which is not what we're talking about here. But it, uh, don't I have the freedom to pray whenever I want to? I, I, absolutely, absolutely. But, but I can't do that when I'm at a school. Well, you you can, I guess, at a private school. A that's, public school, you have to keep things separate because if you... Exactly. And that's why companies have... It's the same right for companies as it is for an individual. Diamond, you're raising your hand. Do you want to say something here? Just to add in that, uh, you know, the in, the NBA, they a lot of the teams protested some of the immigration laws that happened years ago. They changed their jerseys to say Los Lakers or Los Suns, and that was a form of protest. Sometimes they tell people to wear different colors, uh, you know, wear red to support women's rights to work. And that's usually not an issue. Or if there's I'll just go ahead and use like the police. If there was something and a police officer was fired and they said, wear a blue ribbon to work and you wanted to do that. That's a, also a form of peaceful protest. Absolutely. So I don't understand how this particular issue is so different because yeah. it's still peaceful. Well, it. it, it it, and, and that's a great point, by the way. Every, every point you made is a great point. I just don't understand why something – there's nothing more beautiful than taking the knee and peacefully protesting uh, uh, un, unjust – um, injustice, injustice in our society, in the NFL, just in general. You can't, uh, I, I think of, I often think of the most blatant case of this, the most horrific case of this kind of racism was the shooting of Philando Castile, uh, who was in his car with his wife and his little uh, child in the back seat, and he was shot in cold blood, dead, by a police officer. And those are the kind of things that incite people to take action, and, and I would say, you know, peacefully is always the way to do it, of course. Agreed. I mean, look at, look at what they did in, in, in uh, is, is it North Charlottesville, North Carolina, mm -hmm. you know, with the tiki torches and all that, and those people were not peacefully protesting, and yet nothing 
happened to them, really. Nothing really happened to them. The government, the government, uh, the, the president didn't step in and speak out against it. And yet we're, we have all this controversy over these NFL players that are sick of racism in this country and, and are just simply trying to peacefully protest under their rights of the Constitution of the United States of America in which we all live. And it's just it just seems like it's ridiculous that it's gone this far. Well, I think the reason why it has is because, A, he was, he is a public figure, right? He's a famous athlete. And then and then the president chimed in. And so the media gloms onto that, right, and created perhaps a bigger controversy than it really needed to be. Right. And that's it. He's kind of become a media darling. And the issue, the result has been this is why we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he's no different than Rosa Parks in my mind. You know, and we discussed before we went live about how you said he's made no sacrifice. I think sacrificing uh, your your career, sacrificing your reputation is a pretty big thing to put on the line. Uh, And nobody else has done it. Nobody else had the balls to do it. Seriously. Well, I, I, I think my issue is because the ad said you've sacrificed everything, that's where I just went, oh, wait a minute, right. man. Wait, 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 wait. Because let's be clear. Let's just be clear. Um, and, and, you know, I posted about Pat Tillman. Pat right. Tillman was a very prolific. Honorable um, man. Honorable NFL player. He was a linebacker. He did. He he hung up his cleats. He served in the military and unfortunately was killed. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a man who sacrificed everything for the, for what he believed in. He wanted to go fight for the American freedom, our freedom of speech, our freedom of religion, our, our freedoms that we get to enjoy. Right. And so when I saw that, it just tweaked something in me because I do have the utmost respect for Pat Tillman. I do. Too. And the Pat Tillman Foundation. Um, and, and what he stood for. And that, to me, is a man, an NFL player who sacrificed everything. But he sacrificed have, his life. We have presidents that have never even served in the military. Right. I mean, so, so why, are we, why are we bringing that up with Colin Kaepernick? That's well, not, I think that's because not the, he claims to have sacrificed everything for what he believes in. So let's just, let's just hammer okay. that out, right? Okay. Did he really sacrifice a paycheck? No. Nike just gave him one. Did he sacrifice his reputation? No. The media loves him. The Democratic and Hollywood elite love him. People love him. And all the people that support that Why do you think they love him? Why do you think? Do you think it's because because he he stood up for something that was very wrong in this country? And I, yay, I think he has the right to do that. He does. I'm not questioning his right to do that. Can I jump in? Yes, please. I don't (laughs) think that sacrificing everything always has to equal sacrificing your your life. life. Yes, I agree. And um, I also believe that Colin Kaepernick is not a a darling. He's a very polarizing figure. And I think the word sacrifice, if it comes to your job and something you love in your career. So I'll use you, Bernadette. You love what you do with this show. Mm -hmm. And if you said something that you knew would take you off the air and you couldn't do it anymore, you would say I sacrificed everything to say that. Absolutely. And I think it's insulting to come back and say, well, Bernadette, you didn't sacrifice your life. Not so. yet, but I would. 
but I would. And that's how important and passionate I think myself, Colin Kaepernick, a lot of people around our world that feel very passionately about wrongdoing in this world. I can tell you when it comes to animal abuse and the criminal activity that goes on in the animal farming industry, Mm -hmm. you're damn right I would put my life down for it. Mm -hmm. If I thought it would create the change that needs to happen and put an end to the insidious cruelty that goes on in the factory farming, I absolutely would put my life down for it. And, and, and that's a great point, actually, uh, Diamond, and I thank you for bringing it up because there are so many people that are passionate about so many different things. And sometimes, you know, that's the only way you can get somebody's attention is to do something that, that, re- that, that, that pisses people off and, and, and creates a stir and a conversation to get things done to change status quo. And he has. He has by the choice he made. Yeah. So where do you want to go with this? What, 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 why might an athlete choose to participate in this form of protest? Why might an athlete choose not to participate? Well, I think it, it goes to your value system, right? It's your value. It's what you believe in. It's what you believe was right or wrong. Um, and you make choices out of value. You make choices out of your motives. And for him, and rightly so, right, we have enough examples of racism still being a very valid issue we have to address. And I think we have some very valid, you know, if, if we were to look at the other side of the coin, too, there are a lot of really good police officers. Mm-hmm. There are a lot are. of really good people that are serving and they're not doing those kinds of things. And they get the same sort of brutality against them for an unjust cause or an unjust mm-hmm. reason. Well, you know, the, the whole Me Too movement. Yeah. Okay. That was started because women are sick of being treated the way they have been for many, many years. They want the same rights as men. They want the same pay as men. They don't Mm want to be sexualized at work. Mm -hmm. And speaking of work, do they get a right to stand up to that at work? You know, are you allowed to do that? Because I'll I'll go back to when it first happened to me. 16 years old, I told a manager, if you touch me again, I I think I said something like, oh, I'm going to slap you back. Um, because he hit me on, the, he slapped me on the rear end. Did I not have a right to speak up against that because I was at work? Do I not have my my freedom of speech, my First Amendment to stand up for myself because I was at work? Yeah, there's actually rules about that in most corporations. Yeah, they're, they're right sexual there, harassment. Right, there are rules now, for but that. there's retaliation too. And I got fired. I got fired from that job. I mean, it was a nothing job mm-hmm. anyway. I was at McDonald's. It was my first job. Mm-hmm. But my point is that I had a right to express myself and stand up for myself and exercise my First Amendment. Mm-hmm. He, he is not, well, I mean, you're somewhat comparing apples to oranges, right? To, in that instance. In what way? Well, because you're describing something that, you know, physically happened to you. Nothing physically happened to him on the job where he's now protesting. He can still use his time, talent, and treasure to protest peacefully and draw attention to this issue. On his own time without kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah. Well, like I said, um, what's more peaceful than than being on your knees? And that's what we do when we pray. Uh, He was just desperate. A lot of people are desperate. They're tired of racism. You know, African-Americans have been treated poorly in this country um, from the beginning of the from the from the very beginning. Um, They're just desperate for change and healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you might not like it. Um, but it's also our right as Americans. The Bill of Rights does not say peacefully protest unless you're at work. 
Well, but we also give that same freedom to corporations, right? And By, they're, they're, what do you mean? They still have the right to establish some rules and the rule, whether it's to stand during the national anthem or whether we, we give you the right to protest, raise issues. You just can't do it on Sunday. Like you can't do it on the job. Do it when you leave. Yeah, I see. And I and I and I disagree with you. I do because that's fine. Um, and that's I fine. We're, we're still going to yeah. be friends. Uh, it doesn't matter. We disagree about a lot of things. But Diamond, you made a great point about Nike and Ford uh, before we went live with this podcast. Yeah, I, I just said a, a lot of people use the the corporation and business owner about uh, the players kneeling looks bad to the company. And so the company has the right to do whatever it needs to do to not dis- decrease revenue. And my point was just that if there are sponsors like NFL sponsors like Nike, who's a huge NFL sponsor, and right. big car companies like Ford, who's also an NFL sponsor, and they say that they stand with your employees, is there oh shouldn't there be a reason for the NFL to rethink their policy because wouldn't sponsor disagreements possibly hurt revenue more so than a peaceful protest? Players do things like celebrate and they get fined. They break employee rules mm-hmm. all the time. And usually it results yeah. in fines. But, of course, this one's extremely triggering. And I think that's why everyone's harping on rule following at this point. So is, is the question is which is which is a more financial, a bigger financial hit? My question, my, my point is that if yeah. you want to look at it from a business owner, from yeah. a business standpoint, then I think that you should look at your sponsorships uh opinion on the matter as well and I feel like it might weigh more than your employees since sponsorships are mostly funding and isn't it interesting that money is influencing this as well Well, it is it is influencing it and you raise a great point right and I'm sure that was taken into consideration but so was the viewership right and attendance and they were the NFL is was getting a lot of backlash from military and from the public um, for not taking a strong stance, and I think that's one reason why they did kind of tr- come around mm-hmm. and, and and do and, and then did take a, a stance on it because I think it that perhaps was hitting them as far as viewership. Right, they got to have the viewers in order to get the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think Nike is just simply standing up for what's right. Um, and yes, uh, do I think that they made a, a brilliant move? Yes, in their marketing and their branding. Yes, because. They're st- but they're standing up for something and, something, and when you own a company, you get a right to do that. It's no different than me with One Life but Radio. that's exactly what I'm I saying st- to you. Yeah. The company has the right to establish their rules. They have a right to align themselves with whoever they decide they want to or back whatever issue they want to. <laughs> Did I just take the wind out of you? But no. I mean, like I'm, I I'm, think I've got several Nike, thoughts going through my head at Nike the same time. Nike made a financial, de- you know, we were talking about a financial decision. It was a financial decision, right, to spotlight the athletes in that particular ad and and highlight Colin Kaepernick. I mean, they made a financial decision and going after a certain audience that supports them. And they made a political statement as they well. They did. Absolutely. Sure. Which is their right, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and they have the right to express themselves. Uh, you have the right to express yourself. Colin Kaepernick has a right to express himself. Uh, the little the little spoiled little punk that <laughs> that burned all the shoes. Uh, how, 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 
how lucky is he to have five pair of Nikes to burn up? And, he, and you know, I, I don't think that he did it very peacefully. He did it with, like, a vengeance. He was very angry, and he started a fire. Uh, and I personally thought he was a little snot. <laughs> Seriously. You know, who, it, why didn't he give those shoes away? Is he that entitled? He's got four pair of Nike that he can burn? I just thought it was very wrong. There's a lot of things about this whole story that are very wrong. Well, I, yeah. I mean, there's a, I think there's multiple layers here and multiple things that we can, you know, tentacles that are involved within the issue. Because um, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, I think the disrespect that some people have of him taking a knee is that, um, it, I mean, he raises... The reason he did that was to raise this racial and police brutality mm-hmm. issue. It's a valid issue that needs to be addressed, and we got to figure it out as a country. We definitely got to figure it out. The disrespect of doing it during the national anthem, I think, is because police, firefighters, military, Coast Guard, all those people felt like, uh, hey, the, the people that went before you gave you that freedom to then kneel during the, what is a traditional symbol of respect to the country and the men and women that died. You won't find um, anyone more respectful but, than me when it comes to veterans. My father was a veteran. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, 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 like you said, um, laying down your life yeah. for the freedoms that we have. But yeah. those, there's a lot of veterans that, that actually agree with what Kaepernick uh, did and mm-hmm. believe that, that that's what they fought so hard for that protects us as Americans mm-hmm. that they don't have in so many other parts of the world. And I'm going to read uh, the response that Beto O'Rourke uh, had for the veteran at, in Houston. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, Kip does not like Beto O'Rourke. She just put her finger down her throat like she was going to throw up. But I love him, and I love him for this reason. His short answer to the veteran was, no, I don't think it's disrespectful. Reasonable people can disagree on this issue. Let's begin there. And it makes them no less American for them to come down on a different conclusion. He then invoked the nonviolent civil rights movement led by Martin Luther King Jr., noting that players started the protest to call attention to police brutality involving unarmed black men, women, and children. So nonviolently, peacefully, while the eyes of this country are watching these games, they take a knee to bring our attention and our focus to this problem to ensure that we fix it, O'Rourke said. I can't think of anything more powerful as an American than what I just read. I agree with most of his statement. I don't have any issue with it. I, I mean, I it yes, it needs to be peacefully done. Again, just uh, not on NFL time. Do it outside of NFL time. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to end this podcast, mm-hmm. and I'll just say this again, and <laughs> and I get to end it because it's my podcast. You get the last word. <laughs> I get the last well, well word. let me just let me just say this before you get the last word. I th- okay. I think you know the peaceful protests. I'm all in support of, and and I th- and I do agree. It's not just our military that have sacrificed for this country to change things in this country, and there have been a lot of brave men and women. Um, who have peacefully protested and created the necessary change that has already happened. And definitely we, we got to continue, right? Call, email your congressman, talk to your council members, you know, attend those town hall meetings. If you really want to see change, then you got to be a part of that change. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. 
Can I, I agree. Can I have a word before you take your last Absolutely. One? <laughs> I'm trying to find my, my notes here. <laughs> last so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lo- the, only, the one thing I want to say is it's, it's very easy to stand on the, at the halfway point of this whole argument where the NFL came and made their statement and enforce the rule and say, yes, as a corporation, I want to enforce the rule. You, you can enforce the rules. It's, that's very clear and that's irrefutable. Water is wet. You know, corporations can enforce rules. What's frustrating to African-Americans is that as much and as many times as people have tried to make the point about police brutality and has said plenty of times that we agree that it is not all police, as many times as we have said, it is not about the military with us kneeling. Bodies are half staff just like the flag, because people, they're African-Americans that don't feel that they are, that the country is representing them. And so when the national anthem goes, it does not feel like we have all of the rights that everyone else feels so proudly about mm-hmm. when the national anthem is played. And so, no, it's, it's frustrating. As many times as we say these things, people always bring it back to something else. And I think that's why it's so frustrating. Uh, like Montgomery bus boycotts, diner sit-ins, all of those things, they're destructive. Protests are destructive and uncomfortable for a reason. Mm -hmm. But as long as it's peaceful, I think that should at least be accepted. I couldn't agree more. And very well said, Diamond Gray, um, African-American woman. Uh, it's it's got to be difficult to sit back and watch. I'll just say that. I don't know what I would do um, other than uh, join the fight with you because I feel passionate about it as well. I want to end this podcast by, uh, by uh, reciting a quote by Evelyn Beatrice Hall, not Volatari, who a lot of people give him the credit for this, but she said, I don't agree with what you say. I'm speaking to you, Kip. I don't agree with what you say about the work thing, yeah. okay? Yeah. But I will defend to the death your right to say it because that was what it means to be an American. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon.